<laughs> Welcome back to Bisexual Influencers. Slay. How are you today? I'm I'm doing okay. How are you? I'm doing great, actually. Now uh, that you're here, I'm feeling phenomenal. Uh, me? Yeah, you just brighten my day. You're so beautiful um, and smart. Stop. Stop. You can't say things like that to <laughs> me. No, I'm trying to lock you down. I'm starting now. This is a master okay. plan. Okay. Also, by the way, to, to all the, the homies out there, we do record now for YouTube. Yeah. So something to think about. You can watch us over there. You want to see our faces? Um, yeah. In case you built a parasocial relationship with us. Mm -hmm. Which I, we can only help. Mm -hmm. That's all we want. All Truly. we want. It's the only thing I'm asking <laughs> for. Okay. Are you ready to get into this? Yeah. I wanted to just quickly talk about my Candy Crush addiction that came back. Oh, and this is actually the second time, I'm pretty sure, since I've known you that my addiction came back. Because I used to play when we worked at Urban. Oh, I know. So we passed the time <laughs> so fast. I cannot, like, I need, to, I spent three hours on the app yesterday. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, it's just become my TikTok. Like, I don't go on TikTok anymore. I do that instead. That's insane. I can't do games like that because I am impatient and get very frustrated. I'm like an Animal Crossing girly. I like games where I could just be my own la-la land farming yeah. my little crops. I don't know why I, like, love all of it. Like, it's so exhilarating. It's the most addicting game ever. Yeah. Well, I hope you re – how far are you? What level are you on? Ooh, should I track? Please track. Is there, like, a way you, you can beat Candy Crush? Like, there's a last level? No. I think that they <laughs> are constantly win? updating it with new levels. That's crazy. But I think, like, you can hit the top and you have to, like, wait for an update. Mm, I am at a level 121. Damn. And I believe I downloaded the app about a week ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So if I keep going at that busy. pace, I can hit yeah. a thousand in a few weeks. Okay. Mm -hmm. Lovely. <laughs> yeah, I'm proud. That's amazing. Thank you. But three hours, that's crazy. I know. It's not good. And it's really while well I should be doing other things. Yeah. So, have you seen any good Coachella fits? No. I feel like all the fits this Coachella season have been, like, not meh, but they've kind of just been, like, chill. And I hate using chill like that, but they've just been pretty, like, just chill outfits, you know? Like, I didn't see anything like yeah, I agree. James Charles's. Ch assless chaps assless chaps no yeah. no one did that no one did like custom like it was very i kind of liked it like i, I liked it too it looked like people were just having fun yeah agreed like comfort was more of a priority yeah yeah even i think like kendall Jenner, like even the famous people went like kendall jenner Haley bieber they all just looked so chill yeah i think they're over like getting judged on their outfits so they just did so chill that's like you can tell they weren't trying, you know? For sure. I also saw this video of this TikTok of this video of this TikTok. This TikTok of um, a TikToker. Her name is Kelsey. I don't know if, don't know how to pronounce her last name. But she's like a New York influencer. And she like got big on TikTok. So this was her first time at Coachella. And she was basically just like talking about her experience the whole time. And she was like, influencers, like big time influencers, bring camera crew with them to record and like take their photos. Isn't That's that so crazy? That's insane to me. Yeah, people need help. Like, people consider it, like, a, a show. Well, I didn't realize how many people, like, got glam before oh. they went to the festival. Like, yeah. I thought it was, like, a you-do-your-own-makeup type of thing. But, like, what makes, I saw people the taking desert. their makeup artists. Yeah, I was like, is that really necessary? Yeah, no, I think it's 
crazy how much like preparation goes into it. I get like the um the companies like I'm pretty sure UGG had like a Coachella house. Um, you know, Revolve Fest. Yes. I totally get that one. because it's like that's probably why most influencers go because they're getting everything paid for. And I think Levi's took the influencer I'm talking about. But I don't know. I just think it's crazy. Like, why do you need a makeup artist and you need like to have a stylist and prepare yeah. all your outfits when it's I agree. I think people forget it's freezing in the desert. Like the desert's pretty hot during the day. Mm-hmm. Once it hits around eight o'clock, you're gonna be freezing your ass off. Yeah, I don't get it either. Like it it's really gone too far. Because yeah. I get the outfit part, like but the thing is, is that it was never meant to be, like, stressful for, like, people going. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like when it started, like, people had just naturally cool outfits. Like, people wanted to see, like, what Vanessa Hudgens was wearing. And, like, I don't think that she was ever, like, as stressed as people get now where they're like, what the fuck am I going to wear to Coachella? Because it's, like, not that big of a deal. No, I agree. Honestly, the videos that I did see of people who looked like they were having genuine fun were, like, the people that were camping there. They, like just like had like their bathing suit tops and like a cute mm-hmm. skirt and they were just having the time of their life agreed i feel like if i was like ever in that experience it'd be more fun to like do a brand deal get the money you get from the brand deal and just spend that like on a trip to coachella and like have no obligations don't have to tag anything there don't yeah. have to go to certain like events and you can just like have fun at the festival i agree yeah because they're doing just too much like coachella's just turned into like this influencer culture thing like at this point i don't really think well i guess there are like obviously people especially with like frank where people went because they were like i want to go see frank but it's like at this point it's just become a thing where you go to coachella to see celebrities you go to coachella to see influencers yeah and then obviously the people performing but it just became more of a huge thing i agree i feel like i see it dying but the only thing that can like save it is the like lineup because like if there's good sure Oh my god if there's good music people are gonna go so oh, it's like definitely and i guess people definitely thought they were getting that with frank this year which is actually our first story yeah um shall we get into it yeah frank ocean's coachella set it was a debacle it was i, I i'm curious your thoughts because we yeah. talked about it a little bit i just feel like i'm disappointed in him you know yeah, I go back and forth. Um and obviously more and more has come out about it. Um I get both set of like us even as like people who were going to live stream, people who were actually there and then Frank himself as an artist and then like I don't know, Coachella as a comp- as like a company and I don't know. It's just like I don't know how to feel about any of it. Yeah. I just get the vibe that it was more of him being a diva than it was his emotions. Like, there's something like he stopped selling his merch, and like so many people were hoping to get that like one record, you know, mm-hmm. um, because it was like limited edition. And it's like he didn't do that because he missed his brother, you know. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't an hour late because he missed his brother. He didn't like, you know, like there's some things where it's like, does that make sense? Yeah, I like think- that's him being kind of a diva, like. I don't know. I think he signed him. Well, I don't even think he signed himself up because he was supposed to perform in, at Coachella in 2020 before the pandemic. And I think he, I don't know if he thought he could do it or Coachella was like, hey, you have to come back. Like, we, I don't know how it works when artists sign to like perform at Coachella or if like Coachella pays them. I don't know how the fuck music festivals work from the inside. But I definitely think he like 
took on way more than he could handle and obviously none of us would know the actual answer because it's between frank and the reason why he decided to cancel everything or not do merch but i don't know i think it's disappointing on all ends and i do feel for him because it's also like as he was talking about his brother people just like get up and leave um and i saw something that really put this into perspective for me it was like some people and this is totally valid because i'm like this with some artists but it's like sometimes you love the artists and love the music and sometimes you just love the music and i feel like if you love the music i understand why you would want to go it's like i'm not really getting what i came here for he's kind of barely singing barely has the mic but to the people who care for artists yeah and the rest he like the joke was that he just had a listening party which was yeah (laughs) (laughs) but i get what you're saying like if you really care for him there would be more of an outlook of like uh like you're worried about him I think where I just see it differently is, like, people take their Coachella performances, like, really seriously. Like, Beyonce made a whole doc about it. And, like, it's supposed to be kind of, like, a privilege. And you're also getting paid a lot of money. And, like, and then hearing about, like, the last-minute change because he, like, sprained his ankle. So they had to, like, stop doing this, like, whole yeah, ice skating Yeah, I'm actually really rink. curious how the ice skating rink thing was going to work. Yeah. That would have been sick to see it's like that still is an excuse to like be an hour late for your fans like an hour late when it comes to a concert is crazy that's like especially curfew, so he got cut off right he got cut and that i don't see as his fault like people are like oh he ended early and it's like he didn't end early he just started so late that it made it seem like he performed for 30 minutes you know yeah his face when he got cut off was so sad though that genuinely made me so sad i don't know it just looked like he was having like a rough time yeah i i don't know same i feel like he could have gotten out of it i really do i don't think it was forced upon him i think he maybe maybe it could be true that it just ended up being harder for him than he thought it was gonna be but i don't know same i think that like when you're getting uh, i'll be interested to see what happens this next weekend because Mm -hmm. that's how we'll know like Oh, shit. I forgot there's a second weekend. Right. Like, if he doesn't come or if he's on time, like, I could see people being really upset uh-huh. because, like, they paid. Oh, yeah. People and who pay out of pocket people, pay people so next much weekend, money to be there. Like, get, like, a really good performance. Like, if he isn't late this next weekend or something, like, I don't know. I'd be upset if I went weekend one and he did a shit job and then weekend two he did, like, he pulled out all the stops, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It's just really, I think this is like, yet again, another thing where I'm like, I would hate to be a fucking celebrity. I would hate it. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It just seems crazy to me. Literally insane. I don't know. But I guess we will see this weekend how everything goes. But all in all, I just hope he's okay. And I do like to the people who had to go like and see that messy show. It's like happens and it sucks that's like one of those things like it's not in your control where like you're like damn i'm here for this person and they kind of like don't know what they're doing yeah yeah i think it's hard too because that's like shouldn't be pressure put on him but it kind of was because the rest of the coachella lineup wasn't like the craziest thing ever so a lot of people literally went just, just to see, to see him. frank and he was like closing out the weekend too. right yeah which is like no one ever wants to go to the Sunday show because it's like you have to like go yeah, home. Yeah, I'm the next surprised day they put like, him on Sunday too. I think that's supposed to be like the big 
show yeah every year because who was who did sunday last year because i know harry did friday was it justin bieber it was Ariana grande no oh. Ariana grande has been for a minute mm. oh that makes sense yeah Okay. I don't know. I agree with you, though. I see both sides, too. I just think as, like, an artist, you have this responsibility, and, like, it sucks. Oh, no, no, definitely. no. It was the weekend. But... Because it was supposed to be Kanye. Sorry. Oh, yeah. You remember? Because, yeah. like, Kanye got off the lineup. But go on. But it just, it also comes with, like, a lot of perks. And mm-hmm. I do think, like, he didn't put in the effort he should have. Yeah. I don't know. It just all seems weird to me. It feels like there's a piece of the puzzle that's missing. And I don't know what it is. But I don't know. I feel like there's something people don't know. Or I don't know. Some Something's going on. I don't know. I think he, he's been known to be a little bit of a diva. And I think yeah. maybe things just weren't going his way. Yeah, honestly, I haven't. I just started listening and to Frank like often within the past year i feel like the mix of that and then also maybe him just like having a hard time with his brother was yeah. like a recipe for disaster yeah no that was definitely rough and we'll see how this weekend goes i hope there's a good show i hope it gets live streamed because i would love to see that that's like another thing that like why he pulled that like that has nothing to do with like missing your brother you know like yeah no that really confused me i don't know i think it was just I don't blame him because I've had mental breakdowns where <laughs> I I would I would be like Frank. I'd be like pull the plug on everything. I'm done. Just cuz I don't know how to handle my emotions properly. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know I mean, Frank I don't does. either, but I just feel like it's kind of It know. is dramatic. Like he was it definitely is. probably it's, being and it's a like drama a little queen. immature like when you're that big and you're like an adult, like a grown man. Yeah. I don't know. Well, it was I also agree. his like first time saying. performing in 6 years. I don't know how to feel about it. Honestly, and I'm not, like, a huge, huge Frank fan where I can't be like, everybody chill on Frank. He's going through it. But I'm also not, like, yeah, but fuck that's, Frank. Like, I get fuck what's going on. Yeah, but I, I'm a massive Frank Ocean fan. I think maybe that's why I'm, like, more disappointed, you know? Because yeah. It's like, I'm kind of, like, not indifferent. Like, I would have loved to see it, but. Like, people take that stuff really seriously. Like, people, like, actually go in debt to, like, go to Coachella to see him. First yeah. time performing in like six years. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, Shit's we weird. Can go on. Okay. <laughs> Our next story: Zac Efron refollowed ex-girlfriend Vanessa Hudgens on Instagram twelve years after their breakup. Do you think this has anything to do with like them having a reunion? Twelve years. Like what? a High School Musical reunion. I fucking that's what hope I saw. So. I fucking hope so. Because why else would he? You know. Like, that's so random to do. That is so random. And I don't know why they unfollowed each other for that long. (laughs) I know. It's so crazy to me. Yeah. And it's weirder, too. Like, this is what actually, this is why I wouldn't want to be a celebrity. Because who's paying attention to each of their followings? (laughs) And they're like, oh, my God, look what happened. (laughs) Like, get a job. Get a job. Seriously, find something to do. Yeah. My favorite with the Coachella thing, there's this meme. I'll show you because it's so funny. About... Vanessa Hudgens, because as you mentioned, Vanessa Hudgens would pull out all the stops for Coachella. All of them. And there's this thing that says, it just hit me. Coachella starts this Friday. It's time to defrost her. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she's the Coachella queen. And I don't even think she was there. She wasn't. But. Because I saw funny things like she's not there. And like, that's why things are off. That's why Coachella was off. Yeah. 
Yeah. I wonder if any astrologists can say something about what happened. Because like we've mentioned, this week is going to be like really wonky. It's so bad. It's it's throwing me for a loop. I, I will blame the stars for anything first before me too. I blame anything me too, else. Me too. Like I will cut my hair during Mercury retrograde and I'll be like, if it comes out bad, I'm like, guys, it's yeah, not me. Know? It's the fucking sky. Yeah. Well, it makes sense. Right? Like, I just had the urge to cut my hair. Right. And then it's like, hmm. hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Next story. Kylie Jenner is dating Timothy Chalamet inside their casual romance. So we talked about this last week. It's so odd that they just decided to confirm it without a photo. <laughs> I'm thinking of this TikTok that I saw. Like, how do we know this is true? It was like, this is my impression of Timothy Chalamet talking oh, yeah. to Stormy. <laughs> Can we do an impression of a Kylie Jenner and Timothy Chalamet conversation? Us too? Yeah. No. Please. Please. Are you going to be Timothy Chalamet? I, I have to be I Kylie be Jenner. <laughs> okay, we can try. Uh, so, uh, uh, what you up to? <laughs> <laughs> What's Kylie sound like? Uh... I just put Stormy to bed. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Rise and shine. <laughs> I remember when you did that. <laughs> I hate Timothy Chalamet, actually. After after this, this ruined Timothy Chalamet for me. That's And I like both of them, but it just ruined it for me because it's like, huh. Like, it just reminds me that he's just a man. Yeah, no, I just, am, I don't see the dynamic working. And I, like... The jokes people are making on the internet are so crazy because somebody's like, um, I think they were like something Timothy Chalamet, like it was like in some movie he was in and maybe it was like Dune Timothy Chalamet, like wouldn't date Kylie Jenner, but the STI spreading Timothy Chalamet mm -hmm. wouldn't. And I'm like right. people are ruthless on the internet. Yeah, I've always found that narrative really weird. The like whole like he gave everyone chlamydia thing. Yeah, normalize getting tested. You never know. <laughs> you never know. No, you don't. You don't never. You don't ever know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but no, with them, my just biggest concern is like, what do they talk about? It's like, are they doing much talking? Who knows? I'm sure that like, like we don't know anything about Timothy Chalamet. You know, like the most we get of his personality is like interviews. Like, it's not like he's the Kardashians, where it's like we see them on like a reality TV show, like. Like I said, I'm sure he's just like any other man. Like, I'm sure yeah. they're actually probably having great conversations because they're both like rich and famous and relate in a lot of ways. Lovely. That was kind of insightful. Thank okay. you. Nothing about that was insightful. So I'm worried. I about just think that's like a hot take. Like, I haven't heard anybody refer to their relationship in that way. Yeah. I've just I've just seen everybody blasting them, which I mean, rich people are going to date rich people. Yeah. Famous people love famous people. But I don't know. I, I want them to like hard launch something if they are. Because I can't I even just need to see a photo of them next to each, each other. other. Yeah. yeah. Um, except for people are saying she's like on the Ozempic train. So she might be tiny. Yeah, I don't know. Honestly, I don't even get the Ozempic thing. I'm like chronically online, which is why I'm very confused to the things I do not get. What do you to not be get? Fair, I'm just on like Swift Talk all the time. The Ozempic thing, like I think it's sort of like Mindy Kaling. 
I don't know. I saw a picture of Mindy Kaling, and people were like, "Most oh, people commercial say it's like she, she didn't start it, but she was the first celebrity that like it kind of became obvious because she lost so much weight so quick." Ozempic is like it's like a diabetes drug that you like have to take in like your stomach or your ass, and it's for people with type two to lose like weight if they're mm. like bigger, and you can you lose like two to three pounds a week. So it's like. But, like, you can't do that if you, like, work out, you know? So it's, like, these celebrities are using losing, like, 20 pounds in two months, and they look totally different. And a lot of people are saying it's, like, Ozempic. That's crazy. Yeah, no, I had no idea what it was. And I've been seeing it. There's, like, a few of them. Like, Ozempic's just, like, a... What is it called when medications, like, have a certain name? I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, I honestly... To me, it sounds like, you know, those commercials that would play on, like, cable TV? It if is. you take Ozempic, it is. Like yeah. people have seen Ozempic commercials like on their TV. It's like I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, I'm honestly just jealous of all of them. I'm like, wow, you guys are losing a lot of weight. But that's probably just my body dysmorphia speaking up, and I should probably keep that to myself. <laughs> I don't know. I think it like it just makes me think of the Ariana Grande thing that we talked about last week, where it's like people gotta chill out. Yeah, I feel like it's a little different just because it's, like, people, like, look up to a lot of these people that are, like, actually losing 20 pounds in, like, a month or two. And it's, like, uh, I don't know. I agree. Yeah. Because I feel like it's not okay to talk about people's bodies. But, like, some kids are, like, genuinely, like, not confused because I bet they're not, like, but, like, if you saw, like, your favorite person lose weight and you're 12 and they lost, like, 30 pounds, you would be, like, huh, you know? Yeah. At least I know when I was younger, I like it made me think a lot of like when the people I looked up to had really tiny bodies. Oh know? no, I think about this. I was actually thinking about TikTok as a platform, and I was like, I cannot imagine, like, imagine being a twelve, thirteen year old girl on TikTok, because my like my version of like I was on Tumblr at a very young age, so that's where probably a lot of my issues stem from. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But. There was, like, on Tumblr, there was, like, super skinny people. And then also Alexis Wren was a huge thing when I was, like, a tween. So it was, like, I would be trying to do Alexis Wren ab workouts. And I'm, like, mm, how come the abs aren't there yet? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, like, imagine being on fucking TikTok. No, the constant body like, checking on TikTok is. Yeah, no, if it was, like, bad for us, imagine what it's like for younger people now. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Crazy. I agree. It's like it's I don't think anyone should speak out any like people's bodies, but it's hard when they're doing something that is like being paid for, you know, because it's like the average person isn't doing that, you know? Yeah, no, I don't know. Also, all these people need to watch out because Remy Bader actually like spoke out about Ozempic and she said she was once on it and she gained all the weight back after. And I like Googled it and it's like it's not meant to be like this miracle weight loss drug. It's supposed to like help people with type 2 diabetes get their like eating in check yeah. to like help them form like you while you're doing that you eat very healthy so that you can keep up those habits after if that makes sense but if you just like are eating shit the whole time you're on it and after you're gonna gain all that weight back it's crazy yeah no that is crazy actually i just so I got hope an email safe. from somebody asking to do a partnership with me on tiktok and it was like a calorie counter app mm. and then they say i was like reading through the email and i was like I'm not going to fucking do this. I don't support dieting culture or anything like yeah. that. But in the email, I was reading it and they and they go like, lactose might not be the only thing you're intolerant to. And I'm like, 
Have I ever posted TikToks about being I talk about being <laughs> lactose intolerant. Like right now my stomach hurts. So it's like it's a possibility that I have, but I'm like Yeah. That's just crazy to me. Maybe an offhand like my tummy hurts remark oh, yeah. and then they just took it as like lactose. Yeah. Well, if anybody wants to know, I am lactose intolerant. <laughs> Thank just you. Putting it out there. I think I might be too. Anyway, shall we carry on? Let's. Okay. Now we have Emma Chamberlain is in it. Is in an existential crisis 24-7. Let's get into it. I honestly did not read this. I haven't read it it either. I just, um, I did not read it, but I just thought it was interesting. I think it makes sense because. I really just picked it too because like Rolling Stone cover. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. A creator, creators. I was surprised Alex Earl was on here too. Her name is on the cover. But this is so cool. Like, I think this is something that, like, in a million years, if I didn't think of it, she maybe, like, kind of thought about it. But I would never think to see an influencer on Rolling Stone. Yeah. Rolling Stone's in, like, more of, like, a legacy magazine. For so sure. it is kind of interesting for her to be on it. Like, it's not, like, an up-and-coming, like, like it's not like when she got, like, in style nylon or anything mm-hmm. like that. Um, But it is really cool to see. I'm proud of her. Yeah, no, it's insane. And she looks incredible, as always. I just think it's so cool. I agree. Her career just keeps chugging. Truly, truly. It's crazy to me. But, yeah, I was going to say with, like, her existential crisis thing, it would make sense to me because we talk about this all the time. She was, like, fairly young when she got, like, big. Yeah. It's, like, so far a lot of her life has been online. Like I the would say the most of, important time yeah, of your life. No, that's yeah. like kind of when you're building your identity and who you want to be. So that's crazy to me. But I do think her podcast, Anything Goes, helps with that because she talks a lot about like things that have to do with like identity and mm-hmm. culture and just kind of what surrounds that. But do you listen to her pod? I listen to it every once in a while. I honestly do not have the attention span <laughs> as I'm recording <laughs> well, a podcast. Um, so I'll listen to half half of a podcast. Yeah. And then I, save it for a rainy day. It's really interesting, her podcasts. Yeah, no. I used to listen to it a lot. We talk, I would listen to Stupid Genius every episode. Yeah, that's so weird of you. Like, I didn't listen to one I episode of Stupid Genius. And I was things. the biggest fan of her, but I just couldn't get through it. Because then she would go into, like, the science. Like, my favorite parts is when she would, like, ramble before and after just about her life. Like, yeah. oh, I was on vacation. And I was like, yes, talk about that shit, please. Yeah, no. I love knowing, like, random things. So it's like she would like say something and I would bring it up. Yeah. But yeah. So funny. Go Emma. We love Emma. Yeah, we do love Emma. Emma. And our final story of the day. Madison Beer says leaf nudes left her trigger warning suicidal at age 16. Yeah. Trigger warning for this whole story because I want to talk a little bit about I saw the beginning of her interview on Color Daddy this morning oh i didn't even know she was on call yeah i listened while i was getting ready because her book's about to drop i believe this week friday i think um very sad it is crazy 16 how much has happened to her like she was also like assaulted as a child i guess so she just has a bunch of things that she talked about in this interview and i don't know it's wild because i remember how like awful she was treated on the internet and it's interesting to see the other side. Yeah. Ugh. It's just I don't know. I don't I don't even know. It's like I want to like 
read her book that's coming out. And I'm not even, like, a huge man. Like, I don't know what you're talking about when she was, like, dragged in the internet. Um, She was so massively hated for, like, years of her career for not not getting and no reason. Mostly just because she's, like, so beautiful is actually why she was so hated. And then also I think she just did a few cringy things that people, like, it didn't sit well with, the, you know, mm-hmm. like the Ariana Grande interview thing. Mm-hmm. And once she, like, came out and, like, said that she, like, loved the book Lolita, mm. which is, like, romanticizes, like, an underage relationship and stuff. And just a bunch of things that I think rubbed people the wrong way. But it still isn't, still isn't an excuse for, like, the amount of hate she got for no reason. Yeah. No, it makes no sense. But... Honestly, it takes a lot of bravery to come out and, like, talk about what she's talking about in the interview and in her book, so. It does. I want to read her book, too, because not that anyone deserves answers, but I hope she went a little bit more in depth because on the Call Her Daddy interview, it seems more like this happened, but she doesn't, like, explain anything. Yeah, like, and I don't even mean, like, I don't need to know the acts of harassment or anything, but it's more just, like, I was harassed point blank, so it's interesting yeah um i don't know if they did that to like you know keep it to the book so like you know people have a reason to go buy the book and stuff but yeah yeah i might actually watch this this interview i don't watch any of alex's interviews yeah she is so interesting to me i say about everyone oh my god she had jane fonda yeah yeah (laughs) it was actually a really good interview i love jane fonda um she's not very good at interviewing and like she gets like this like world-renowned like praise for her interviews and like the questions she was asking madison were like not great i never know who to blame when that stuff happens though because like again like is she just not talking about things because it's like in the book or like i'm guessing all the people that go on there are so big that there's obviously like things alex can't ask Oh, so like yeah. I don't want to say like she's a bad interview like or you know I just did because like maybe she's just not allowed to talk about those things or dig that deep. But then I'm kind of like, why would you even have them on the show? You know, like your show loses a little integrity when you're not willing to like dig deep, right? Or say like, think, like when then you're not coming on my show her because interviews. her show's huge. It's just as beneficial for them than it is for her. Yeah, no, I 100% agree. I don't know. She also had John Mayer on there, which. Why do people like hate John Mayer? Like, and I'm, that's a genuine. I, like, really don't know. Because I wasn't in that um, era of Taylor Swift. Okay. Basically, Taylor Swift was 19. Um, John Mayer was, like, 28. I think they had a nine year. So it was, yeah, 20, like, 28, 27. Okay. Um, and then, basically, you've heard Dear John. Yeah. Um just left her hanging dry but i think it's been resurfacing now because when she dropped would have could have should have and she kind of talks about that was a lot of her girlhood and like at the same point like a few years after the jake gyllenhaal thing kind of happened and i think it's basically a thing where when you're so young like 19 you're pretty impressionable at like 19 20 and i think it's i don't know john mayer just should have known better no, I agree. That's a valid reason. And that's like, I just didn't really know. Yeah, and I honestly don't know the like. I also don't love John Mayer, so it's like I don't care. Jake Gyllenhaal. Mm, I'll write a little bit harder for him, but I love Jake Gyllenhaal. I don't. I was watching um, Spider Man with Tom Holland and Jake Gyllenhaal's in that, and I was like, 
What did he do wrong to you, though? I honestly don't know. I mean, I obviously, like, all all too well. well, But, but like, still in that, it's like, I mean. Yeah. Do you know what the scarf is? She comes off a little crazy in all all too well of it all. Swifties are going to (laughs) come get you. They're going to come. That's, whoa, whoa. The thing is, though, is that I, like, don't mean that in a bad way. Like, I don't think people know me. Because if you know me, like, the way I would be more dramatic than Taylor in any of those relationships like it would be the end of the world for me so I get it yeah I'm just like did he do something that bad you know but maybe I just like don't really know the story like how am I ever like is her music a hundred percent factual yeah or do people take it that way or is some of it ad-libbing like I don't know I'm not that big of a Swifty that I'm like Taylor is a storyteller in the same way Lana Lana says I'm a poet if you write down all of Lana's lyrics, you will understand it through like poetry. And I understand that's like, I'm, I, it's really hard for me to like understand poetry. I've gotten a lot better now. Like I'm kind of into poetry, but before I was like, I have no idea. Like yeah. happiness is a butterfly. I was like, girl, just, just tell me what happiness is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, now I get it. So nobody come after me, but Taylor Swift is a storyteller. So if you like look through the song, it's like, obviously she can't be like, I was with this guy he like fucked me over now I'm like sad she like and I think in all too well the most that is a story she's telling where it's like starts from the beginning to the you saw the short film with Dylan O'Brien and I fucking loved it Sadie Sink yeah so it's like I also want to clarify I love Taylor Swift now I really do yeah no I know I just don't know like I don't know I don't know yeah and I think this goes back to what I was talking about with the Joe Alwyn thing where it's like her career has just always been defined by men that she's dating because she tells these stories and sings these songs and it's like people do want to know it's like okay then what what happened what happened it's like take style from like 1989 79 89 big fucking fan sorry Um, but like that's or like what's the the getaway car where they like get a car crash right or something in one of them or is that style that's like that didn't actually happen style right? out of the, no they did get into a car accident oh my god see i just don't maybe i just don't know you the gotta lore dig. like yeah. the thing is it's like digging and then also i said this i said this so they killed week. someone taylor swift <laughs> is like taylor that no getaway car is from reputation i'm in my getaway car Wait, Remember when I hit the brakes too soon. soon. 20 stitches in a hospital hotel room. Hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I don't know. I just, and there's like hundreds of TikToks if you want to look into it. But I think what I get worried about because it's not even defending the men, it's like the same thing that I just said about Mass and Beer. And then I said about um, the situation with Haley. It's like the raft of the internet is just so scary to me. Like actually being on the other side of it. Like, I know how fragile I am. And, like, I think, like, I'd harm my... I'm not kidding. Like, that is so scary to me. No, it is so scary. And, like, these men just get so much hate. And, like, I guess it's, like, understandable. But then, like, at what point do, like, people just, like, let... let What's the saying? Let, let things lie, whatever it's called. Yeah. I don't know. People were, like, sending, like... I think it was, like, when Red Taylor's version came out. People, like, Jake Gyllenhaal had to turn off his comments like nobody could message him yeah i no, i i'm swifties are scary yeah so i just i think that's the only reason why i'm ever like like was it really that bad and like i don't mean it to diminish her i mean it to diminish like just the way people react to the information yeah. but i don't know i don't know, I don't know. that's it's a like whole people discussion act on it and it's so weird it's like i get it 
I fucking love Taylor Swift. You know me. You know Taylor Swift is my everything. But I'm not going to go comment on Jake Gyllenhaal and John Mayer and be and like, fuck you, you know? I don't think I've ever been friends with someone that has left a hate comment. I don't know Good. anyone that would. Yeah, because that's right. crazy. Right. I don't... I've never understood the people that, like, literally go comment on someone's thing. Like, okay. Like, I've never... Yeah, no. Like, are you okay? No, seriously. And I think, like, when the whole Taylor Swift, Joe Alwyn thing came out, there were people, like, posting about it. And I was like, I'm not gonna... Why would I give credit to this when it has nothing to do with, like... If she doesn't want to talk about it, she doesn't want to talk about it. It's not my place to talk about her relationship. As a fan, somebody who supports her, somebody who loves her. And I think with any artist, it's kind of the same thing. Yeah. Unless, obviously, they do something really fucked up. It's like, then I'm not going to support you. Right. I don't know. Like, celebrity or fan culture and, like, cancel culture. That's just a whole thing. And I never. No, yeah, there's too much nuance in that that I'm not. I can't discuss because I don't understand it. Same. I think even like this whole thing right now, like it, it just it, it feels wrong to just go into like detail of the things, but it's like they've kind of, I don't know. It just gets complicated. Agreed. And it's like natural to be curious, you know. Like if like, like people want to know what Taylor's songs are about, you know. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. Moral of the story is, I don't like John Mayer or Jake Gyllenhaal. I don't like John Mayer after hearing what you had to say. Yeah. I'm on your side. Give me back my girl. My eyes like Jill. Jill is so hot. That's interesting. Okay. Do we have any other stories? That um, was the last one, right? That was the last one. Okay. Did you watch any media, Bestie, yes, the past week? I did. I um I forgot to talk about this last week. It's like really cringe. So if you watch it, just know this is my warning. It's called the Prom Pact. I love cheesy high school, like the cringiest of movies. And this was my first time seeing like I have a crush on the guy in it. Which one? Milo? Milo? Yeah. Yeah. We'll get into it because <laughs> I basically I watched that. Watched it three times already. It's become a comfort movie. I and this is like my first time watching like a high school teen kind of romance that like it was tr- it was trying to be what he's all that was. Because ooh, it was like it had like ooh. this like I don't know. It's like it has really modern references, which I don't really fuck with. Um, that shit ages a film so quick. Oh, for sure. But anyway, I um, I watched it three times. And because of that, I watched the other show that Peyton, the the main girl in it, and then Milo were in. And it's called, it's like Doogie Kamealoha. And it's basically based on like Hawaii. And Alex Iono is in it, which I, I was trying to remember what YouTuber he did in. And he dated Meg DeAngelis. Mm. Um. Which I thought was just interesting, but anyway, <laughs> I've been watching that. It's so cringe, but I'm eating it up. Milo's is it character is just Coda. It's Elizabeth Lee, I think. Oh. Um, but also, there's this character in there who I am in love with. I truly think it's not Milo's character. It's his name is Matthew Sato. Sato. Hmm. He's gorgeous. He's literally. Oh, he is killed. It's so good. It's so good. It's like so cringe, but it's so good. So I've been watching that and Prom Pact. But I also recently watched Someone's Someone Great again because Clean was kind of a little bit of inspiration. Clean by Taylor Swift was kind of inspiration for that. And then Taylor wrote Death by a Thousand Cuts after seeing Someone Great. And it was just really cool. I need to watch Prom Pact. I've like seen things about it. Like, why do I feel like Shannon reviewed it on Leatherbox too? She so did. it's funny that you watched it. Yeah. 
It's so good. That's how I know I need to watch something. It's popping on my friend's letterbox. Yep. So I watched Marcel the Shell, and it actually ruined my life. Like, I could cry right now thinking about it. It was the most beautiful film I have ever seen in my life. It hit top in my letterbox. Like, it replaced what happens in Vegas, which is huge for me. Um, I, I can't not think about it. Like, and you need to watch it. Like, it's also... I've just been depressed the past few weeks. It's the most uplifting film I've ever seen in my life. Okay. It's beautiful. It's I'm, I want to watch it every single day. Okay, I'll watch it. Good. We'll talk about it next week. I'll watch again. You watch it. We'll recap. Okay. Slay. Everyone watch it with us. Shannon, watch it again. Yeah. No, I've never seen it. That's kind of how I... Have you seen About Time with Rachel McAdams? Because it's so. like, it's kind of sad. But that's a movie that really uplifted me. I was like, damn. Like, like movies that just make you think a lot about life is just, yeah. wow. And, like, Marcel the Shell had me crying 30 minutes in. Like, really? it wasn't like a, like, it just, the end is, like, oh, the end is beautiful and so heartwarming. But, like, just, like, the whole thing is just, I can't. Like, <laughs> I seriously can't. Like, it's Aww. that bad for me. Like, I don't know if it's just the place I was in where, like, it really just hit home for me. But it was, it's also nice because... I feel like so many films now, when I think they're, like, amazingly done, like, these A24 films that I love and, like, me being a film bro, it's, like, sometimes they're, like, sad movies, you know? And that's yeah. kind of why they're so, like, beautifully done or, like, like people, like, loved The Whale, but it's, like, a really sad story. So it was nice to, like, see something that was, like, beautiful and it was, like, it wasn't inappropriate at any points and it was just, like, so well done. Mm-hmm. Like, a kid could watch it, you know? Like, it wasn't yeah. just for adults and it was just cool to see. Okay, I'll watch. It's on Showtime. Oh, slay. Mm-hmm. It took me so long to watch it because I didn't want to pay. Like, for the longest time, I couldn't find it, like, cheaper than twelve ninety nine. I don't understand why. And I don't know how. Like, they probably have to pay, like, things to, like, put them on, like, streaming uh, services. But it's, like, put them on there right away. Yeah, I, I think you to have to the buy it. network last night. And I was like, how is the social network not on any streaming platform? I did see a edit of... Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> and it That'll did it for get me. you. And to, I was like, yeah. yeah, no, I have to watch the social network. I love now. the social network. I think it's a great movie. Like, why? The, Jesse Eisenberg? Andrew Garfield? It's so funny because it totally, like, tainted my, vi- my like, vision of Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. And, like, he's, like, came out multiple times and be like, that's not at all what happens. Yeah. Like, only parts of it are, like, somewhat factual. And it's so funny because I'm like, no, that was you. Yeah, and, no, like, the I comments on that edit, people were like, damn. Why does Mark Zuckerberg look kind of good in this? And I was like, people genuinely think Jesse yeah. Eisenberg is Mark Zuckerberg. And I also saw somebody comment thinking that Jesse Eisenberg was Michael Sarah. Oh, that's reasonable. They like look so much alike. That's like in the edit. That, those was, are those are my type. Right. It was there. when he was hosting SNL. My type <laughs> is Jesse Eisenberg, and Andy Samberg. Andy Samberg was right next to him, and I was like, You do love Andy Samberg, and they all look this. I all three of them. I love Andy Samberg. Like, oh my god. Michael Sarah has this like. I think when I watched um. Nick and Nora's ultimate playlist or something and Michael Sarah's in there and I was like I'm yeah my like everybody chasing after Michael Sarah in this movie just makes so much sense yeah agreed yeah 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 I love Andy Samberg anyway is that all you watched yeah I've been in like a crazy podcast and YouTube spiral like I never really listened to Carly and Aaron, Only Friends, and now 
I think I've listened to like 30 episodes in the past week. I'm not Damn. kidding. Like 30 hours worth of their content. That's crazy. I've just been like in my bed. Like I'm so mad at myself. Well, I went and saw Chelsea Handler's live show. Oh, how was that? So fucking good. It was so funny. Hilarious. And it was nice Love to get it. out of the house. Like I hadn't in forever. Yeah, no. It looks so fun. The like food you ate. Yeah. Oh my God. We got the dankest sushi so ever. Yummy. It was really expensive though. But I feel like all those places are once it gets to like a certain level of sushi, you know. For sure, oh, I'm a vegetarian, so I go to a sushi restaurant. Sushi, I'm like, don't they? Can I get a cucumber avocado roll? <laughs> and then like, could I actually get like five of them? Yeah, yeah. Seriously, like, <laughs> I was shocked how much the sushi filled us up, and it's probably because we got like all ones with like crunchy shit on them and like fried ones. <laughs> crunchy shit on them. Because normally I'll eat sushi and I'll be like, oh, that was so fucking good. Now I need like a cheeseburger. Oh yeah, no. I, like, realize that's, like, a thing with, like, Chinese food, and I will Thai food sometimes. But, once again, I don't, like, get that much protein in. So. Yeah, yeah. It takes a lot to get me full. Like, I'm the kind of person to eat a bowl of beans and be like, mmm, this <laughs> hit the spot. What kind of beans? So, we, like, so Mexican people, we 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 cook our beans. <laughs> so, it's like, we don't, we don't do canned beans. But it takes like four hours for them to cook, and then you have to like saute them, and then you put the you. I kind of eat it like soup. I put some lime in there, Just beans. some onions, some jalapenos. Like, do they become consistency rice? like refried beans? No, if been I just eat like just hours? beans like on their own. But I refry them sometimes, and I make like tostadas or something. So you can cook them for two uh, four hours, and they don't like all mush together. No, that's it's crazy. Like soup. It's literally like soup. Oh, so there's other things in in there with it. No, it's just, it's just it's just the juice of the beans. Like you 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 put water in the pot so they cook. Right? I've always hated beans. That's so it's like crazy. I don't know anything I about them. I love beans. Like you hate all beans. Yeah, like for the longest time, my mom like didn't put beans in our chili because I like disliked beans so much. And then oh recently, she, I've like, been craving chili so bad, but I don't know how to make really it. Really good with beans, and I was like, oh, this beans are actually really good. Okay, well, if your mom ever makes vegetarian chili. I'll let you know. Let she never know. will, but <laughs> maybe okay, one Maybe day. she could just separate a little bit from me yeah, before yeah. the meat goes in the pot. <laughs> my mom makes a dank chili. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, no, the only time the only time I had chili was at one of my white friend's house. <laughs> yeah. And it Chili's was a vegetarian really chili. good, though. <laughs> it is it good. It really is. It's like, it's the perfect thing. Like, we're not in chili weather anymore, but like, when it's like cold out, it's like, yeah. Yeah. But I don't like, like, and I think it's like chili with like meat just looks a little funny, but it's like that deep red color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Because it has, like, ground. Yeah. Well, what does my mom use? I don't know. I feel like we've had so many different types of chili. That's so funny. Chili is, like, like at least my mom's is, though. It's mostly vegetables. Yeah, because it's, like, it's the corn. It's the beans. It's right. The... And, like, tomatoes and, mm-hmm. like, stuff like that. Like, we'll put, like, peppers in it and, like, that mm-hmm. vibe. Some some cheese on top. Yes. Mm. Guac. Guac. Yeah, I have guac with my chili all the time. What the <laughs> fuck did this podcast just become? Like, are we okay? Are we okay? <laughs> you just told. <laughs> like what? Story time. <laughs> Story time. Beans and chili. <laughs> Beans and chili. This is actually a really chaotic episode. It was. I'm nervous was uploading this one. Mercury and retrograde or whatever is going on right now. Yeah. Um, if you stuck through the, the <laughs> I just yeah. had a stroke. Truly, if you stuck through this, like, <laughs> Godspeed. Thank you. We love you. Love you. Hope to see you next week.
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.